Hello listeners and welcome to a Davicrit Bookstore episode of the Davicrit Podcast. The Davicrit Bookstore, Jonathan Bull Publishers and Rabbi Saul Harris Community Center were in collaboration to launch Roger Ballin's latest book titled The World According to Roger Ballin. Due to the national lockdown announced by President Cyril Ramaphosa, the launch was regretfully cancelled. Though we remain thrilled to stock and promote the world according to Roger Ballin. In this episode, we have extracted audio clips provided by Roger Ballin from various interviews and video clips relating to his publications. The following audio is taken from a promotional video for Ballinesque, Roger Ballin, a retrospective. This is a 2017 Thames and Hudson publication that portrays the world of the photographer. It is a personal account of Ballin's career, including rare and privileged insights into his photographic practice and contains iconic and unpublished imagery. Here, Ballin reveals important elements that predominate his aesthetic. I have been taking photographs for five decades. During this time, I broke through parts of my mind that I never knew existed. And at the same time, created a style that is referred to as Balinesque. I think my photographs will take you to a world that has been for many inaccessible. Animals pervade my spaces. Cats, dogs, rats, chickens, snakes, and more. Dead and alive, big and small, wild and tame. Wherever you look, there are animals. They appear in places that they hardly belong. You cannot escape the animal. You cannot run away from the animal. The animal is deep inside. We come from the animal. The people I work with are outsiders. They live on the edge, accept life for what it is, and realize there's nothing they can do to change things. They are at the mercy of the force. The interiors I photograph are covered with archaic drawings of faces, masks, and animals. Electric wires and wire coat hangers often bent so that they look like thin faces with arms. My intention is to unite painting, drawing, sculpture, and photography and where the conscious merges with the unconscious. Dreams become real, the real becomes a dream, the dead is alive, the alive, dead. The starkly minimalistic cells in which most of my photographs were taken contain no windows, no light, nothing but graffiti smudged walls. They are populated by fragmented humans, out of place animals, and broken objects. I thrive in places characterized by chaos and confusion. Chaos pervades over order. It dominates the human condition. There is no direction, no ultimate purpose. Confusion and loneliness reign. My photographs can be seen as an expression of organized chaos. Photography has been a vehicle that has allowed me to reach a point where the only answer to my existential questions is no answer. I've commonly stated 
that the most profound word in the English language is nothing. I come from nothing, know nothing, and will become nothing. My photographs are likely to outlive me. Ballonesque, Roger Ballon, a retrospective, is available to order from the David Cook Bookstore website. In 2019, a large exhibition of the photographer took place at La Halle Saint-Pierre in Paris. In this clip, Ballon explains his approach and provides an insight to better understand his work as showcased in the exhibition. I'm Roger Ballon, I'm 69 years old. I was born in New York, and I've lived the last 37 years in Johannesburg, South Africa. I've been doing photography and artwork for 52 years. This is a, probably the biggest show I've actually ever had in my uh, career at Paul St. Pierre. Uh, my work uh, is very psychological, and the people that I work with in a way are out, outsiders. I work on the outside of society, whether it's in places or with people. So I've felt that this uh, institution, which has previously concentrated on art brute artists, was compatible uh, with my aesthetic. The images that I take aren't necessarily social, political, economic documents. And not that, it's very important to understand that, that the images that I take are psychological in nature, so they reach a point in people's mind that uh, takes them to another place, a place outside the norm. For a lot of people, that's quite scary. They don't like to hear that. It makes them nervous. Well, the wall uh, uh, behind me here and over here are, come from different uh, places. Uh, some of the pictures I found in flea markets, uh, some in people's homes, and some of the pictures here appear in some of my photographs. There's some of the uh, pictures that you can see here uh, are part of pictures upstairs in the main room where the photography is. So they're uh, works that um, in a lot of cases I've used in images um, in photographs and sometimes they're just part of my overall uh, collection of portraits and this, this wall is just only one thing, and I think this gives it impact. I don't need uh, inspiration every day. You know, I've been on the planet for 69 years. I have three billion years of evolution in my brain here, I guess. I don't know, really, but maybe. So I don't need to uh, really uh, contemplate what goes to my mind. My mind has everything it needs. It's like an animal. People say, well, Mr. Ballin, where's your inspiration come from? I say, well, most of my inspiration comes from doing my own pictures. You have to be inspired by what you do, and you learn from what you do. It's easy to go to museums, it's easy to go to galleries, it's easy to buy books, but to make the pictures is the hard part, and there are no answers to that. Besides photography, Ballon has been working on many different projects as installations, and is also well known for directing the music video, I Think You Freaky, created for cult band, De Antwoord. In this clip, Vladimir Ortain interviewed him on the occasion of his solo exhibition, The World According to Roger Ballin, at La Halle Saint-Pierre in Paris. 
One of my most famous pictures called Cat Catcher. His job is to catch cats. So he walks around neighborhoods and if he sees a cat, he grabs the cat and he puts it into a bag. Well, my name is uh, Roger Ballin. I live in Johannesburg, South Africa. I was born in New York City. I'm 69 years old, and I have a PhD in geology, also a PhD in art and design. I'm also an artist photographer. I like being involved with nature. I like dealing with the history of the earth. I like looking in rocks. I like trying to understand what's happened to the planet over billions of years, and there's nothing more real. Life came from the rocks, life came from the earth. Well, I've always been passionate about photography. I've been doing photography since I've been 15, 16 years old. My mother was very friendly with people like Cartier-Bresson and Marc Raboux, but I never wanted to be a commercial photographer, and so I had to choose another career. I always worked in photography as a passion rather than as a career. I recommend to many people who study photography and want to become artists, and they ask me what my recommendation is, and I always say, get another career. The world, according to Roger Ballin, was primarily set up as a photographic world, and it's become more than that. So in the exhibition, we have a whole floor of installations. The second thing, it's a transformation of the world through Roger Ballin's mind. And thirdly, and which is most important, the work has an ability to enter other people's mind, brings out things that are buried, pulls out things that have been long forgotten about. The work ultimately becomes a world according to the various people who see the work. For many years, Hall uh, Saint-Pierre was my favorite uh, museum in Paris, and I love what the museum stands for. So for me, I don't think there'd be a better place for me to show my work in Paris, and maybe even in Europe. It's really just so ideal. I don't really have a particular set of artists I like. I started liking art with the cave drawings from 30,000 years ago. You know, and I like African art, I like New Guinea art, American Indian art, I like art of the uh, art brute artists, people who do art not for a market and not, don't see themselves as artists, but just do art. Art is a very encompassing word. You can look at a cloud and see art. You can look at a tree and see art. You can look at a rat and see art. The picture that was used for the invitation here as part of a series called The Theater of Apparitions. I worked in a warehouse in South Africa and they had glass windows and I made drawings on these glass windows using different materials, whether it's paint, epoxies, glues, whatever it was. And it evolved over years and years and years and I was able to make these images that feel ghost-like. Show off, there are a few things interesting about this picture. One, if you look at the man's mouth, it looks like the wire above him. Look at the way the legs are shaped. V-shape is also repeated in the um, wires. What does photography do best? It freezes time. A moment like this can't be repeated. His name is Ati. I've seen him walk around the neighborhood, sometimes 10 cats in a bag, and then he finds a ride into Johannesburg uh, where the witch doctors work and live. And what do they do with the cats? They take the cats and kill them. And then they use the paws, the ears, the fur, the tail, the teeth. They use them for medicines. This is how he earns his living. Uh, he was one of the first people I photographed when I started working in Johannesburg. Between 82 
in 95. All my work in South Africa was in the countryside. And beginning in 95, I started working in Johannesburg, even though I've been living in Johannesburg. All the pictures you see in this exhibition are from Johannesburg. Look, I've always uh, thought about this, and it's one of those questions you just don't know. It's like if your mother hadn't met your father. I mean, there's so many things in life that are just circumstantial, and then you build on it, and you take a certain path, and you go down that path, and as you go down the path, you're less likely to go down some other path. Very important things happened to me in South Africa that have contributed to what I do. I think I've been very lucky and fortunate, and I've also worked very hard, so the answer is, I. It's probably unlikely that I would be where I am right now if I'd been like in Switzerland or in Norway or in maybe even in New York. It's one of my dreams actually to go through America, but the thing is, is it's like impractical. I'll be 70 next year. America is such a big country, you know, it's not like visiting Luxembourg. I really would like to do something in America at some point in time, and, but it's hard to figure out what, where, when, how long, you know. My projects usually uh, take five years, you know, they don't take five days or five weeks. You know, it would take a lot of time, effort, and energy, and highly unlikely at this point in time that I'll be able to do something like this, you know. I guess they say in life, maybe for the next life. Oh, this is nice of you, thank you. Look at the beautiful, this is quite beautiful. What a beautiful bag. I've rarely seen such a beautiful bag in my whole life. Let me see what's in here. Can't wait to see. Oh, look at it. Oh, cool. People always ask me, what is the meaning of wires? So there's two answers to it. One, in the picture, the wire is like a line connecting one place, one point in the picture with another. So it's a way of linking the visual aspects within the image itself. So that's the formal answer. The other answer is, what does a wire mean? But look above you, look around you. There's wires everywhere. Pick up your phone. Between my phone and your phone, there's an invisible wire. If you could see these invisible wires, you would probably be very, very worried. You, it'd be like almost see, like seeing viruses or bacteria in there. You would start to be go crazy, paranoid that there's wires everywhere. So I think the wire has a metaphoric meaning to it, it's a connector, but it's also, it's a dominating force in our life right now, and one should just be aware of that. People are generally tired of art that doesn't lead them anywhere, that art just become another fashion, another part of the media, and doesn't offer them anything other than being a, an object for decorative purposes. My goals since age 17, 18 were always to produce good pictures, but if you're trying to sell fashion clothes, what I do isn't exactly right, but if you want pictures that have impact, pictures that people remember, then there's very few people who are on my level. The David Crit bookstore currently stocks Dorps, Small Towns of South Africa, Boarding House, Asylum of Birds, Balanesque, Roger Balin, A Retrospective, I Think You Freaky, The Theatre of Apparitions, and The World According to Roger Balin. To get your hands on either of these publications, please visit our website to place your order. The links to videos and books can be found in the episode description. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed learning more about the artist photographer, Roger Ballen. <music>